All right, welcome to quarter four, day 86. We're going over Revelation chapter 19, and I'll go ahead and read verses 9 through 21, which is to the end of the chapter there. And it goes, get to the right spot here, starts like this. And the angel said to me, write this. Blessed are those who are invited to the wedding feast of the Lamb. And he added, These are true words that come from God. Then I fell down at his feet to worship him, but he said, No, don't worship me. I am a servant of God, just like you and your brothers and sisters who testify about their faith in Jesus. Worship only God, for the essence of prophecy is to give a clear witness for Jesus. Then I saw heaven open and a white horse was standing there. Its rider was named Faithful and True, for he judges fairly and wages a righteous war. His eyes were like flames of fire, and on his head were many crowns. A name was written on him that no one understood except himself. He wore a robe dipped in blood, and his title was The Word of God. The armies of heaven dressed in the finest of pure white linen followed him on white horses. From his mouth came a sharp sword to strike down the nations. He will rule them with an iron rod. He will release the fierce wrath of God, the Almighty, like juice flowing from a wine press. On his robe at his thigh was written this title, King of all kings and Lord of all lords. Then I saw an angel standing in the sun, shouting to the vultures flying high in the air, Come, gather for the great, gather together for the great banquet God has prepared. Come and eat the flesh of kings, generals, and strong warriors, of horses and their riders, and of all humanity, both free and slave, small and great. Then I saw the beast and the kings of the world and their armies gathered together to fight against the one sitting on the horse and his army. And the beast was captured, and with him the false prophet who did mighty miracles on behalf of the beast, Miracles that deceived all who had accepted the mark of the beast and who worshipped his statue. Both the beast and his false prophet were thrown alive into the fiery lake of burning sulfur. Their entire army was killed by the sharp sword that came from the mouth of the one riding the white horse. And the vultures all gorged themselves on the dead bodies. So as I read this, It is something that, you know, perhaps we all feel a little bit as we read it, that that sense of justice, that sense of good winning out over evil, Jesus winning in a battle against Satan. And that's probably what we all want to see, right? Jesus coming back to make everything right, to destroy what is evil, to throw the beast into the lake of fire. It's it's probably like, any great story, you know, any great movie or book that tells a story of of something that's not right and the hero of the story who has great power comes in and makes it right. And in this story, Jesus is the one uh, on the white horse who has the great power. And I like the way that Jesus is referred to as the lamb in this chapter. He is He is honored because of the sacrifice that he made. 
he has such great power because he was willing to sacrifice everything. It's like when Jesus was talking to his disciples, uh, which you can read about back in Matthew chapter 16, where he, where he says, whoever desires to save his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Jesus was willing to lose everything, to sacrifice everything out of his love for others. And this is the source of, of his power. It is it is the reason why Jesus is called the Lamb. It is what Jesus is telling his disciples to do in chapter 16 of, of Matthew, to give up everything for the sake of God, because in that, true life is found. That type of love is more powerful than anything else. It will defeat evil just like the rider on the white horse defeats the beast and the false prophet by throwing them into the lake of fire. In the end, love wins. And I know that it's probably difficult for all of us when, you know, on earth we have to endure the the tough things in our lives, tough struggles, when love is not really winning. Maybe when we aren't showing love to someone else and someone else is not showing love to us. But hopefully, chapter 19 of Revelation can be a reminder to us that love does win, that Jesus does come back and make everything right. I'm not sure if he'll be on a white horse, you know, with a literal army like this, or if that is just symbolic of his victory over evil. But we do know that he will win in the end. His sacrificial love wins over any and every evil. His love is just too powerful. So I hope that's good stuff to think about today uh, as we look at chapter 19. I'll go ahead and go into prayer for us. Lord, thank you for this chapter and just the encouragement it gives to see to see the rider on the white horse winning, to see good winning over evil. Help us to remember that it will end that way and that we can count on that and that we need to listen to the words that Jesus gave his disciples back in, uh, in when he was with them on earth. Um, you know, be willing to give up everything, because in that is where we find life. That's where we'll find it, by by modeling our lives after Jesus's life of, of sacrificial love that, that he lived and that he showed on the cross. So thank you, Lord, for these words. Um, help them to guide us uh, each day. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a great day.